and welcome to the Tao Te Ching for Everyday Living. I'm your host, Dan Casas-Murray. This podcast is for the Tao curious, those looking for a random bit of wisdom once in a while, or for those who want to dive into this wonderful teaching. I've been studying the Tao Te Ching for just short of a year now, and have reconnected with a natural feeling of inner peace and contentment. I don't hold a doctorate, nor am I qualified to teach anything about the Tao Te Ching. I'm just an ordinary person who has experienced the wonderful side effects of following the Tao. Since everyone's experience with this wisdom is different, the only thing that I can hope for is that mine helps you to connect with the Tao in your own unique, personal way. Feel free to listen to each episode a day at a time, or anytime you need a quick Tao shot. You can listen while you're on your way to work, or after that, when you're winding down. It's always a good time to observe the Tao. In each episode, we'll do four things. One, we'll read a verse of the Tao Te Ching. Two, I'll break it down into everyday language. Three, I'll share my own thoughts and experience. And four, I'll leave you with a couple of the many ways you can put the Tao into practice for yourself. That's pretty much how I've been practicing the Tao every day. By listening to Lao Tzu, reflecting on his words of wisdom, listening to other comments, and trying to practice them in everyday life. Thanks for joining me today, and enjoy this episode of the Tao Te Ching for Everyday Living. A quick Google search will return the definition of duality, an instance of opposition or contrast between two concepts or two aspects of something. That's what this verse is about. So, verse 2, duality. When all men have learned the beauty of righteousness, the ugliness of sin is understood. When all men recognize goodness, then evil is understood. In the same way, the manifest and the unmanifest define each other. Difficult and easy define each other. Long and short reveal each other. Height and depth manifest each other. Musical notes and the tones of the voice determine each other. Former and latter define each other. Therefore, the master works without working. He teaches in silence. Then all things come into being, and he gives them fruition. He brings them into being, yet seeks not to possess them. He perfects them, yet seeks no reward. And when his work is accomplished, he remains detached from it. He seeks no glory, and is therefore glorious. That's verse 2 of the Tao Te Ching, translated by Charles Johnston. Next, let's break it down. This verse has three parts to it, and we'll take each part, one idea, at a time. Part one talks about a big picture duality. Part two talks about common, everyday, observable duality. And part three talks about internal duality. So remember when we talked about in the very beginning duality being um, an instance of opposition or contrast between two concepts. 
Well, in the first part, we're talking about beauty and ugliness and then good and evil. Those are pretty big picture dualities, aren't they? <laughs> um, and then in the second part, we're talking about common observable dualities. So we say difficult and easy define each other and then long and short reveal each other. Musical notes and the tones of the voice determine each other. The idea here is that one thing defines the other because what we're doing is we're placing it in an instance of opposition to the other thing. So if beauty and ugliness is an example of a big picture duality, just the same as good and evil is, then these are sort of smaller ideas or smaller comparisons. Um, but it's still reflecting the same concept, which is that we're using opposites to define things. Now, the third part talks about internal duality. Lao Tzu says that the master works without working and teaches in silence. The master gives all things being and seeks not to possess them, which kind of to me says that, um, you know, when things come up, I can handle them and then just not own any of them. Uh, in other words, I don't need to, I don't need this emotional commentary going on. I don't need to be judging things. I don't need to internalize so much. I just need to deal with things. And then here's the other part is the sage perfects things yet seeks no reward. When her work is accomplished, she remains detached from it. That to me talks about basically internal dualities of me, me always I don't know. I, I feel like the theme of, of this verse is very subtly pointing at this duality I have inside of me, which is uh, there's the altruistic side and then there's the egoistic side, sort of like a Jekyll and Hyde kind of paradigm. And that's what I, like I said, I, I feel that's, that's what part three is kind of, kind of hinting at. So to wrap that up, let's remember that verse two has three parts to it. Part one talks about the big picture duality. Part two talks about the common daily and observable dualities. And then part three talks about that internal duality that's kind of in all of us. So let's put that back together. I'll read verse two one more time. When all people have learned the beauties of righteousness, the ugliness of sin is understood. When all people recognize goodness, then evil is understood. In the same way, the manifest and the unmanifest define each other. Difficult and easy define each other. Long and short reveal each other. Height and depth manifest each other. Musical notes and the tones of the voice determine each other. Former and latter define each other. Therefore, the master works without working. She teaches in silence. Then all things come into being, and she gives them fruition. She brings them into being, yet seeks not to possess them. She perfects them, yet seeks no reward. When her work is accomplished, she remains detached from it. She seeks no glory and is therefore glorious. Let's take a look at some of the things that 
This verse made me think about the day when considering duality. There are three things that I looked at, and one is the spiritual reality versus the physical reality, which is kind of a big picture duality. (laughs) Uh, Number two is that the world is kind of a reflection of dualities also, which helps me to, number three, use those patterns in the world to help me reflect deeper on my own duality. Let's talk about spiritual versus physical first. Beauty versus ugliness, good versus evil. There are plenty of examples of these concepts out there. I like to think about the good versus evil thing a lot, especially as an aspiring storyteller. Storytelling wasn't always a thing I enjoyed. I was also, I was always fascinated by it, but I didn't want to investigate it too much. That's changed as of late, and I've been observing stories so I can tell better ones. And a common thing I've noticed that comes up is good versus evil, the light versus the dark, the cowardly versus the brave. The world is full of these stories, and it's little wonder why we love them so much. We've got these brains that allow us to think of stuff, and I think it's especially pleasing for us to think about big questions, like far-reaching ones. And the concept of good and evil span a pretty wide mental area. In this verse, I feel like Lao Tzu is urging us to think about opposites. And good and evil seem to be as good a place as any to start. He says that one defines the other. So without good, there is no evil. Without light, there really isn't any dark. And one that might hit home a little deeper is that without life, there's no death. So let's think about this for a quick moment. If one quality or concept defines another, if we can take a step back, we realize that opposite things are really just two parts of a whole. Opposites are helpful for us when we need to define something. And even though the Tao can't really be defined, I feel like it's great to kind of mull over different and seemingly opposite qualities of the Tao. So if I can think a little bigger than good and evil, I can think of life and death. And a little bigger than that, I can think of physicality and non-being. That's pretty big. (laughs) But the cool thing is that I need only to check inside of myself to realize that I have all of these big concepts housed within me. I only need to poke around slightly to realize that In addition to being a physical thing, I have this animating force that keeps everything going. I'm not sure what it is, and to date, neither does science. I mean, we're getting close to that, especially with some quantum theory, and that's a discussion that's beyond the scope of today's episode, but it's still really promising. In fact, it's starting to look like we can explain spirituality using quantum physics, which is dope. Anyways, I guess the main takeaway from this spiritual versus physical duality is this, that we're both physical and spiritual beings, and we don't need to go anywhere to verify this, that duality is already within us. So let's talk about the second part, which is that the world is a reflection of all these big dualities. If we can look inside 
and realize our duality, surely we can turn our eyes outward and see it manifested in the physical world. Lao Tzu uses several different examples in this verse. In another translation by Lin Yutang, he says, Difficult and easy describe completion. Long and short define contrast. Tones and voice define harmony. Just like on a really big scale, we can see versions of opposites all around us. And I feel like we can use these opposites of things to practice awareness of non-duality. In other words, we start out looking at a thing, and then we look at its edges to define the space that it occupies. And then we put it back together again to summarize it. Okay, so that seems like a lot of work, and maybe even unnecessary. So the next question is, well, why is that? Why, why are we even doing that? Is this even useful? Well, I think it is, and that's the subject of the third thing that I thought about today, which is using patterns to help me look deeper. Lao Tzu says that the sage works without working, teaches in silence seeks no reward and detaches from owning success to summarize that a little bit. For me, I feel like he's pointing out that in order to follow the Tao, I must think and act like the Tao. And to practice this, I can recognize duality to help me identify opposites so that I can counteract the part of me that doesn't put me in harmony with the Tao. So, for example, I can practice becoming aware of when I'm trying too hard. So I'm doing the opposite of, of working without working. Being a hypocrite by preaching without actually following my own advice. Seeking excessive recognition for my achievements. Um, I feel like becoming aware of these things can lead me to take contrary actions so that I can actually reverse myself and practice the Tao. We'll talk more about those things in follow on verses. The, the whole doing without doing without, uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk about leading by example. We'll take talk about, um, detaching from impermanent things and all that kind of stuff. I feel like the important thing right now in verse two is to take away the idea that I can use the concept of duality as a tool to help me move into harmony with the Tao. So to wrap up my experience with this verse today and considering the duality of things, I'll just go over the three things that I thought about again. So number one is the duality of spiritual versus physical. And I don't need to go very far in order to realize that. I just have to check inside of me. And then what I can do is kind of turn my eyes outward again and do number two, which is realize that the world is a reflection of dualities also. And then I can go back in and I can use for number three, use patterns in the world to help me reflect deeper on that so I can get to a, a, a deeper experience with a depth. For the final piece of this episode, let's consider how we can apply the principle of recognizing duality in this verse today. 
We can do this by practicing awareness, number one. Number two, we can lead by example. And number three, we can ask ourselves, how am I defined by others? Let's think about our daily lives. We sit in traffic, we interact online, and maybe we interact in person at work. Maybe we have family members at home. I'd like you to keep these settings in mind as we go through a couple of questions that will help us practice the Tao today, tomorrow, and whenever we want. So for practicing awareness, Lao Tzu will tell us over and over again how the Tao is non-action. In verse 2, he says, the sage manifests affairs without acting. And I feel like he means the action of inserting ego and self-importance into things. That's at least my interpretation. So I can ask myself, when am I inserting ego? Do things seem really important to me sometimes? In fact, do I sometimes insist that others see my point of view? Do I insist that some things are just plain wrong? Again, I'm just going for the goal of awareness of when this is actually occurring. Gandhi said to be the change that I want to see in the world. So the next thing I can ask myself is, in leading by example, how can I allow my actions to quietly speak for me today instead of words? And finally, I can ask myself, how am I defined by others? Let's do a quick exercise here. Do I know what some of my talents are? I think so. Are there some things that I can do better than most people? I think so. Now I can ask myself, what might some of those things be? If there were no people and I was alone on an island, would it still be useful and a talent? Or do I need other people to allow my talents to flourish? Like the dual nature of the Tao, aren't I defined by others' needs? Can I see that being of service to others is really an opportunity to just fulfill my purpose and be defined? That'll wrap it up today. To consider the principle of recognizing duality, I can do three things. Number one, I can practice awareness. Number two, I can try my best to lead by example. And number three, I can pay attention to how I'm defined by others. To close out this episode, I will leave you with a final reading of verse 2 of the Tao Te Ching, translated by Charles Johnston. When all people have learned the beauty of righteousness, the ugliness of sin is understood. When all people recognize goodness, then evil is understood. In the same way, the manifest and the unmanifest define each other. Difficult and easy define each other. Long and short reveal each other. Height and depth manifest each other. Musical notes and the tones of the voice determine each other. Former and latter define each other. Therefore, the master works without working. 
she teaches in silence. Then all things come into being, and she gives them fruition. She brings them into being, yet seeks not to possess them. She perfects them, yet seeks no reward. When her work is accomplished, she remains detached from it. She seeks no glory, and is therefore glorious. Thanks for listening to an episode of the Tao Te Ching for Everyday Living with your host, Dan Casas-Murray. This podcast is for the Tao curious, those looking for a random bit of wisdom once in a while, or for those who want to dive into this wonderful teaching. In each episode, we do four things. One, we read a verse of the Tao Te Ching. Two, we break it down into everyday language. Three, we discuss my own thoughts and experience with the Tao. And four, we look at a couple of the many ways you can put the Tao into practice for yourself. That's pretty much how I've been practicing the Tao every day. By listening to Lao Tzu, reflecting on his words of wisdom, listening to other comments, and trying to practice them in everyday life. I'm pretty sure that as I learn about and experience more of the Tao, all my thoughts and lessons will change. I wish the same for you as you grow along your journey. If you found something meaningful in this podcast and would like to discuss it with others, I'd like to encourage you to subscribe to the subreddit Taoism. That's reddit.com slash r slash Taoism. Also, I'd invite you to share this podcast with friends if you think it would benefit them. As always, I wish you love, compassion, and peace. Thanks for listening.